You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It is time for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. I am your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. So pumped to be here. It's NFL Championship Weekend. This is it. We're going to find out who is playing in the Super Bowl. And I cannot believe that we're here already, but we have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to do. I can tell you that right now. I got to step back up. You know, regular season, killed it. All of a sudden, kind of dropping back down a little bit, but now is a time where I make my bones. But what we always do here with my better half, the lovely, the talented, the beautiful, the woodman, David Woody, is we pick each other up. Ain't that right, woodman? That's what we do, baby. And you picked me up so much during the regular season this Mm. year. And it's my turn, and I've been doing okay uh, picking you up here in the playoffs, and I've, I'm feeling it. Uh, it's um, I've been doing a lot more, uh, if you will, vibes-based betting. Ooh, all right. <laughs> uh, it only took you, know. you 18 to feel what I was feeling for the year. So yeah. what am I doing wrong? Am I not vibing anymore? The French toast. Well, it's possible you were overthinking a couple of those, maybe. Maybe uh, so like, I mean, I was, uh, a half point cost me two of these, so I'm not I too know, far exactly. off. Exactly. But... You you were right on it, really. Uh, so, you know, uh, you're you not doing a lot again. Yeah, I do, Vince. You're not doing a lot wrong, but, uh, but no. yeah, I'm just doing the vibes. I'm just doing the vibes that, like you did all year. Uh, the, 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 the Eagles again, those last six, seven weeks, I think I was against the Eagles almost every single week Way to uh, build a bankroll, fade the birds. Cause the vibes were so bad. Dude, have the vibes ever been worse on a, a football team? Like the, no. maybe the urban Meyer, uh, the urban Meyer Jags vibes. Those were equally bad, right? Oh, the, dude, the, you're going to make an analogous to that. Well, that's what it was like. All we need is a video of Nick Sirianni creeping up on some broad at a bar. You know. What so I mean? what do we? So what do we have here, right? Um, like not to to derail the entire show we ever get started, but like immediately. Wow. Thinking about the birds, it's it's hard not to like consider kind of some of these coaching moves that are happening because there there's so much. I've never seen more coaching musical chairs in my life. No. Uh, this, this early in the NFL playoffs, you know. And, you mean for like, throughout the throughout the league? The you league. mean throughout the yeah. league. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, it's now, um, I guess it's either official or borderline official that the Eagles are not going to move on from Nick Sirianni. No, he's staying put. Uh, the uh, chargers have officially hired Jim Harbaugh. So the, the, that that's a thing. Uh-huh. Atlanta has assumingly got their sights set on Mr. Belichick. We'll All see but hired that. Bill Belichick. Yep. It's going to happen. I think we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know what? And- Go ahead. Say, well, say one more thing. Just, yeah, just just one last little. You're feeling so, it. You're feeling it. Just like we're feeling that chest hair we can see right there. My man. Mm. Oh, this, who wants to get buried in that oh, for their? Uh, yeah, this, this this right here. Yeah, who needs a stuffy at night to to wash away those bad dreams when you could just snuggle up to that? You know what I mean? Look, hey, I'm a father of three, dude. Three youngins. That's where stuffy comes in. Sorry. What is this word? Stuffed animal. Yes. Okay. Don't I don't have kids, man. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, 
Um, I'm going to blow no, up a let, 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 let me just make one point and I'm done. Uh, That's I, the show. That's it after this point, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for coming. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll make one point and then I'll let you talk for 25 minutes like you usually do. <laughs> it's kind of what happens here, right? Uh, my one point is this. I think that the... I think that the, the decision from Howie Roseman basically came down to this. I think he was like, look, I could do the rational thing mm -hmm. and accept that this is the worst collapse basically in NFL history and blame the head coach for it because it was very patently and obviously mostly his fault. Or I could assume that this was a blip and that last year was the real Nick Sirianni. Uh, and he chose the latter, and I don't understand it, and I don't like it, and I don't, I don't get it. But that—that's as an Eagles fan, my—that's my two cents. I'm entitled to my opinion. You're entitled to yours, and I think I'm gonna guess you disagree, and that's fine. I don't disagree. I wanted him gone. I did, but I think just just because of the prospects of what. A, but since they they wiped everything else clear, maybe you know maybe they get some proper leadership i mean you're talking about oh this guy was great at pop warner he should be a great nfl like no you need true tried leadership mentality you know just the whole nine and i think they're I, I hope that they get that shit straight arthur smith your new eagles offensive coordinator <laughs> bringing on the woodman will have a conniption but how can he even be considered for oc i could i could almost more see him for defensive coordinator like the Falcons D was actually like not that bad. He had nothing to do with that. It was not Their Arthur. Offense Smith. was among the worst in the league. No, especially but that's what got him especially the given the talent that they had, right? Given the weapons, I think their offense was the worst in the league. I can, can, can folks that are here with us live right now and, and, and that are hearing us through their ears, wherever they're listening to this podcast, it could be a day. Two, three, four from now when the when the games are actually happening. Maybe you're on your lunch break and you're like, man, these guys are already off off the rails. It's because this is what happens here in the dungeon when it gets closer and closer to the Super Bowl. We get so pumped. By the way, if you're listening to this Degenerate Dungeon podcast and you dig it, what you could do for us, leave us a nice little rating and maybe tell one person about the show. Maybe any of these would be sufficient. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. But Right now, for those that are here with us live, and of course through your earbuds, you'll hear this too, but maybe you want to snuggle up not to that protruding chest hair of the Woodman when you're live here on Twitch with us every Wednesday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Maybe you want someone else to snuggle up to. Maybe the Woodman ain't your huckleberry. Well, it just so happens we have someone coming in. Out of the bullpen as well. Welcome, Paul Charchian. It's Charch. It's Charch. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's been too long. It's been I'm so excited long. to be here on this, the unveiling of mm. Woodman's chest hair. Right? right. Oh. Unveiling on the stream. I've hung out with this man a lot. Let's put it this way. Sometimes it's the first thing you see. Shirt's optional. You know that's the, uh, it's, that's got to be how it goes when you hang out with, with Woodman. I love it. I Absolutely. love it. Very excited. Folks, Paul Charchian, and oh, oh, is he doing it? Well, wow, ah, wow, whoa, whoa! He was pulling down that little hoodie. Oh, yeah, I, no, I, hey, I for like those it. listening, I think I saw a little areola, but nevertheless, um, this is nip slip right football. here on the, on the <laughs> degenerate dungeon. Live, live nip slip. We have we, we have to put a a bar over that so no one can see it. 
Paul Charchian, ladies and gentlemen, you know him as the man who brings forth the guillotine leagues, the presenter, the founder, the whole nine, but also a fantasy football two-time Hall of Famer. And, of course, the man up in Minnesota doing his thing on the sports talk there. Charch, I really appreciate you. Let's just put it this way. Charch, under the gun, said, yo, can I get on board tonight? Dude, yeah. my man Pots and Pans. Appreciate you for being here. I am very happy to be here. And you will be, too, when we unveil some of the props that I've been working on. So, oh, Charch, prop king. I mean, and so, some of the folks maybe in chat, some of the folks that are going to be listening to this, yeah, we heard back from people that said, you got to tell our boy Charts, thank you so very much. You made people some dough. I mean, on that on the wild card weekend, I, I, I dialed out your props and people tailed thank some you. of those. And, Appreciate I mean, that. You yeah. They pretty much all hit. <laughs> it, was yeah, awesome. it, was, it, it was, I don't know how many of you got to, but I it, it was about as hot as I've ever been for a single weekend. That was, that was crazy. I, if I can go, you know, it was like eight of nine or something. Absurd it was, like I, I believe. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll try to, uh, we'll see. Oh, I, I still got, I've got like eight of them today too. Can't Let's go, can't go. go eight yeah. of eight, but we'll try. Just logically. It makes, That's why we're degenerates. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense that a fantasy analyst would be good at props because it's the same. You're talking Let's about put the, the pressure same, on him right now. No, I'm it just is. saying you're, 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 it's the same type of analysis, right? It is. Whereas, it is. Whereas betting like spreads is not actually the same thing. It's, as it's not. not not to say you can't do it well, but like the, the props are kind of like right in your fucking wheelhouse. Like it's the <laughs> ball right down the plate, you know? So, you know, so to that point, I'll break down a game, you know, like in excruciating painful detail that nobody even wants to hear with like, you know, six guys on this team, six guys in this team. And then somebody will be like, Oh, well, who do you like to win? I'm like, well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I didn't think about that. You're like, who's going to win? I'm, yeah. done. I'm just here to tell you who's going to have good games. Yeah. Who's so, playing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you're yeah, talking right. about. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, here's uh, Hella Stella. Our girl Hella Stella's here, and she says, a student has been writing on my whiteboard every day. Fire the three stooges about the Eagles coaching staff. I love it. You got two out of the three. You didn't get all three. But you two out of all three. three. Crazy, yep. crazy, crazy. But we'll get there. We'll get there. One Everybody's on, boi- on point. Look, everybody. Look, look, Road Dog. Bonus charge. Hi, charge, says Smiley. Feet flag. Let's All right. go, charge. Yeah, yeah. People are psyched to see you, and so are we, for, for that matter. Um, at GCN Sports is where you find us on Twitch or Twitter or X or whatever. Z, whatever the hell. At Glass Cannon Pod is where you will find the niche and the network doing their thing. If you're not catching up with their YouTube activity lately and their new episodes dropping, you're missing out. Well, I am. I am. They just kicked off time for chaos. This is my favorite, favorite, of the, uh, my favorite of the, of their bits and, of the, you know, the different channels or whatever. And yeah, I love this season two just kicked off last Friday. I assume we're going to get another uh, episode coming up this Friday. It's already great. It's uh that is uh, that's one of my absolute favorites. Awesome. Shout out to the nation and the network. Giddy up. Couple announcements before we get the ball rolling here. The bagels and lock show. You always knew where it was during the regular season. It's going to be there this week at the same spot, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll be with you for championship week. Obviously, we had our fun leading up to it. We did a primetime special. We did a Saturday afternoon, John, leading you in to the Texans-Ravens game because we got to keep ahead of the times here. You know, we got to roll with the punches here when it comes to the NFL playoffs. So now that there's two games on Sunday to see who goes to the bowl, we'll be there with you 
uh, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, right here in the lounge, twitch.tv slash GCN employee lounge. No degenerate dungeon next week, however. We won't have football to talk about. Sure, we could, as the Woodman would say, blow V8, but we like to have all the information. All the information with us as we go into our picks for the Super Bowl. So two weeks from now is when you're going to hear us again as far as the pod is considered. Uh, and side note, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Hollywood Hagen. I'm going to get my Twitch channel back up and going. I used to be doing it a, a few years ago. I'm going to have some fun now doing some afternoon streams some primetime streams here or there. Uh, just playing some games, shooting the shit, having fun. I hope to see you there once again. Uh, twitch.tv slash Hollywood Hagen. And before we get moving, I do want to give a shout out to my man, Pots and Pans, Web Train uh, on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash Web Train. My man sent me a copy of NHL 24 on the PlayStation 5. Ooh. And I'm, maybe you'll see me stream that on my channel. But thanks so much to Web for doing that. Uh, big fan uh, of the show. And we appreciate your support, my friend. So. Weekly review here before we get to America's favorite segment. We, you know, we are full of disclosure here. Last week for the show, even though your boy here just shit the bed completely, <laughs> minus one unit total for the show because we couldn't hit a tutty score either. The week before, we have a crazy awesome two time two leg parlay. Uh, tutty John Nico Collins looked like a stud for a couple of catches. Couldn't find pay dirt. Monty couldn't get there either. Mm. All good. But we're going to rock and roll forward uh, tonight with some W's. But before we do that, I think we got to wet our whistle. A little bit of the bubbly. And as always, the Woodman. Uh, you feeling frisky? What's going down your hatch this evening? Oh, very frisky. Yeah. Made mm. made myself uh, an old-fashioned. Oh, so, see? You know. He's going back to the old-fashioned. I wonder I, what... You, yeah, you've got the rind in there. That's fantastic. Yes, yeah, like that's that's dedication. My wife made these uh, these brandied uh, cherries for me and gave mm. them to me for uh, for Christmas, like she a couple made, little jars. She yeah, made she made them. A bing cherry? Wow. A brandy cherry? Yeah, so you buy the cherries. She took the pits out. And oh, then she, she didn't actually she, grow cherries somehow. She on didn't your grow cherries, but she made South this Philly. like the kind of... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call it, the juice that they sit in. She made like it's got the spices and you like the juice, we eh? love the juice. Yes, yes we do we love, love the juice. juice. Little um, bit of juice is good. Eh? And, and an old fashioned <laughs> is an easy drink to make. It's very delicious and uh, very, very, My favorite. very nice. My favorite. Well, last time we talked about old fashions, I had two in Amber PA that were two of the best I ever had, and I could have easily just went ahead had two more. But I bet know. they were almost as good as this one that I've made myself. Mm, maybe, maybe I've had yours too. I'll say it was it was arguable. It was arguable. Ooh. Charge, charge you, you wet in the whistle at all tonight? I don't, I don't have anything in front of me right now. I forgot all about this. Hang on. That's okay. You do you, you do you. I'll be right back. Oh, look. Oh, there he goes. I, see, we, we, we have a drop for that. Look at, look at my man go. We have a drop for that. Let me find it. He's going to do it live, right? Do it live. Until <laughs> then, I will also do it live. Uh, shout out to my man, Pots and Pans, Russell. Okay, or uh, aka muscles marinara. So, look, it's it's not cutting time here, right? We got to make some dough. So, we're we're getting close to my favorite betting thing of the year, and that's the Super Bowl. But I, I figured I might as well taste the favorites, right? My favorite food of all time 
I mean, if if we want to get down to it, just like in general, and I know this sounds really plain, but like I love mm -hmm. rice. Like rice is my favorite food of all time. But my favorite meal of all time is is Chinese food, but especially the chicken and broccoli. Yo, let me hit you with other half brewing. You heard about them? Nine out of ten shows when we do other half with the little chicken and broccoli. Whoa. Double dry hopped IPA. Do a little open ski. Shout out to the network. What's up, JCN? Do a little pour yep. here. What do, you th what do you think about that? And, uh, you know, oh, ooh, I'll tell you what. Oh, it's beautiful. I've had one of these in my lifetime, and it was a good couple months ago. And that's when the Eagles were banging it out. So that was, in my mind, I don't even remember it. So I probably don't remember this either. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Ooh. That, is a, that is light. That is, it's bright yellow almost. I'm telling you, this is Woodman. Look out. This is crushable. Where's Road Dog? Uh-oh. <laughs> mm. 7.5 on your Richter scale. Okay. Oh, that tastes uh. like heaven. That's a badass brewski tooski. And it should be because it's my favorite food. It's named so, after. So so how does it how does it differ from the broccoli? Because they make the broccoli. Yes, right? that's right. I believe you actually had the broccoli on the show I not did. too long ago. I did. Um, I did. It was amazing. I, it's got a hint of chicken in it. Actually, no, I don't know. No. I, I really, I, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's you know what I mean. It's kind of got like um, a little kick to it, if you will. Look out! Mm. Hey, um, I don't I don't even know how to say that right now because I haven't had one of the broccolis in in a while too. But I'll tell you what. Aces, aces, hazy aces. IPA, aces. Incredible. Hollywood, can you do me a favor? Can you highlight for Charge V Flag's last uh, comment there in the Absolutely. chat? Absolutely, love your G League Charge. Definitely going to start a fresh one of my yes. personal crew. Love next that. Year. Fantastic. Yeah. We love V Flag. V Flag oh, was yeah, on board. V Flag, I believe, lost in the finals to the Woodman of our Degenerate Dungeon. Oh, did. I didn't I'm know sorry. you took it down. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so Charge, two yeah, years. I We've done the Degenerate Dungeon G yeah. League. I won year one. Woodman wins oh, year two. Ponzi scheme? It. Maybe. <laughs> we, well, it was, and if, if, memory if Charge starts, wins next year, people are going to be like, fuck it. I ain't even trying. I'm still waiting for the 100 grand to hit my, my Venmo, but I'm sure it'll yeah, be. We, it's we need, this, we I need an entry fee in that league. We do. We really do. Even if it's $5. Like we got to have something. Right? Dollars, something. Come on. Right? I'll yeah, tell you something. what. Something. If they just pick all our winning picks and don't tail all our losing picks, they're rich. Yeah, perfect. That's <laughs> you know all you got to I mean? do. Come on now. Yes, it's uh, so easy. It's Charge's turn, ladies and gentlemen. I believe he might be having a libation. Oh, I'm a oh we just drinker. went straight. You, you know that's the case. Yes, I do. Um, I got this one recently. I love Michter's. It's his favorite. Actually, do no wrong. It's it's this so is the Toasted Barrel Rye. The Toasted Barrel. They make this one out of every four years. Wow. Um, and they make so you, you got to get it when you can. Mm. And the to the toasted part gives it a, um, it's not as smoky as you'd think it'd be, but they literally do take like a flamethrower to the inside of the barrel to get these, uh, to get the, the flavor on these. But, oh, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's smooth. That's what the Woodman told me the doctor did to him last week. Oh, the flamethrower to the inside of the barrel. Oh. It made oh. his chest hair stand up vertically. <laughs> it made something else stand up vertically, too, Hollywood. Oh, how about oh, that? Look yeah. out. Look out.
<laughs> so well, we can vouch the Woodman and I, as we personally hung out with Charge uh, before the NFL season kicked off, and my man was asking for Mictors. Yo, you got Mictors? You got Mictors? Yeah. He was. He was. And uh, yeah, it's, it's there a is no one. There is no one, Paul, with whom I would rather share a French onion soup. No. Oh, oh how best. about that? Isn't that cute? Yep. Yep. We uh, yep. You. We did Lady in the Tramp with uh, two straws and one bowl <laughs> of French onion soup. I'm embarrassed. Okay. It's all right. No, it's not. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed, no. Hollywood. How dare you? All right, well, you know, it's all good. I'm not. I'm not the one hitting the. I, uh, Charge has the uh, drops tonight. You know what I mean? You are the man. Wow, well, there you go. You had a Harry Callis one. How about that? My man pots and pans. Let's go. Let's get down to the dubs here. Uh, Charge, oh, chime in where you where you see free for the games that are applicable. Yeah. We'll, maybe we'll hit. Uh, Let's just go game by game so all three of us can talk right. about. We're going to go game by sure. game and, and okay. whatever right. prop tickles your fancy for it. I believe you don't necessarily have straight picks. So we'll run out our straight picks and then we'll bring you in at the end for the props of that particular game. You down with that? My sounds, friend? yeah, sounds perfect. Let's do it. Giddy up. Well, as All always, right. it's time to get to our plays of the week here on the Don John. And you know, we will, my friend, it's uh, how we do it. Well, always leading off and playing center field. It's my, my man, pots and pants, the Woodman, David Woody with his, hey, so we're going to go chronologically here. AFC game is the first game on Sunday. Woodman, Chiefs, yeah, Ravens. Call, call me Kenny Lofton because I'm playing center field and leading off. And How about that? It's it's the Chiefs here. I'll take the points, baby. I'll take the points. I actually think the Chiefs probably win this game outright, to be honest with you. And it's not because they're the better team. They're not. They're not the better team. The Ravens okay. are the better team. But the Chiefs have some kind of fucking magic. The Chiefs weren't the better team last year in the Super Bowl, and they won. The, the, the not, not that you're bitter. Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. I'm not God bitter at the teams. I'm bitter, bitter at the freaking refs. Sound like uh, a Cowboys fan. They're Listen just, to me. They're just they're, there's magic with the Chiefs. You saw it against the Bills. The Bills had them. They had them. They didn't have you, them. They never they, had them. They had them, dude. Come on. The Chiefs are, they wriggle out and they win. Mahomes is just too good. I don't care I that he, I, I don't care that his only weapons are Rasheed Rice and uh, uh, getting very much older and losing clearly losing a step Travis Kelsey. Uh I don't care. It doesn't matter. It, it, he's just ridiculous. But I'll take the points. I'm not going to do the money line. I won't do the money line as my official pick. I'll probably myself no. a little, little thing on the side on the money line because I, I, th- I kind of think they win the game. But why would I take the money line when I get three and a half points? Give me the points, baby. For now sure. I got this nice cushion. I, I was surprised by this. I don't know if you were too, Hollywood. I thought it'd be more like two-ish. I was expecting uh, two. So, okay. So when I handicapped this game, and still as I do, but the initial, I was sitting downstairs at Joe O'Brien's uh, pop's house. Uh, and when they won that, or when the, we were talking about what we would think the game would be, I was thinking it would be the same line as the Bills. My, I, I think plus two and a half, I thought, would be the line. Okay. When I saw yeah. they were getting the hook over the field goal, oh, I was intrigued. Smashed it. So th- that's it. I, I'm not going to go much further more into it than that. This is a vibes, a vibes pick. This is a Mahomes pick. This is... Give me the guy who has done it before at this level, at this late stage of the playoffs, against the guy who has not done it at this late stage of the playoffs. <laughs> Look at Ro- Roland's <laughs> OB's da. 
Yeah, for those <laughs> no, you know, our, our, every Sunday, our prop. How's your dog, Brian? Yeah, I was over your Da's house, Joey. That's where I was. Okay, when I when, and, and 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 guess what? I was on uh uh what is it called? A Facetime John with Joey Ob, and we were talking about it. I I, I don't want to spoil Joey Ob's uh, leans because you can catch those on Sunday morning. But uh, Woodman, I don't mean to like. I don't know if you have any more, but I'll tell you what. You don't need to. You know why? I don't need to change a thing for my AFC pick of the week. Chiefs plus three and a half all yeah. day, our day. You can it's get just... it minus 105 on FanDuel. Here's the deal. Everyone. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Did you see how mobile he was against Houston? He looks great. <gasps> Did you see? I'll tell you what. What was the kryptonite for the Texans last week? Lamar's rushing ability, right? Extended drives. Amazing. MVP. Go. Get him. I'm a big Lamar fan. We all He's know this. Awesome. There was a woodman. He's very good. We fucking love him. And yeah. in a we in a, in a way where we root for the cat. Yeah. Because we want him to get over that hump to prove his naysayers wrong. But Kinda. unfortunately, I don't know. I don't think it's happened this week. Chiefs, while they weren't to Josh Allen last week, because they they did enough to keep him in check for the regular season this year, amazing against mobile quarterbacks this season. The most they allowed, other than the last week of the season, which can be omitted, because that was – what's the cat's name from the Chargers? Well, Stick? they benched uh, – yeah, Easton Stick. Stick. They, they yeah. also – they benched their entire defense starters, so it doesn't yeah. matter. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They were all benched. It didn't matter. They, they just let, let – apparently he ran wild for like 70 yards. But Great. when they were actually playing, the most yards they gave up rushing to a quarterback this year – 47 on 11 attempts by Justin Fields, a very mm. mobile quarterback, arguably more mobile than Lamar. Right now, Lamar's over-under is 64.5 on FanDuel and 62.5 on DK. I would take the under, but that's not my pick. Give me this Chiefs plus 3.5. A big reason for why Josh Allen last week was able to get out of the pocket and run up the middle, you know, was because – uh Willie Gay was was hurt early, and that dude is incredible when it comes. He's probably the best quarterback spy in the league when it comes to a linebacker, and he hurt his neck. He was out for, for, for pretty much the entire game. Word was he'll be a game-time decision. This is where I was kind of like, eh, is he going to play or not? He put out on social, I'm playing that game. So not saying that means he's going to be super healthy, but I dig the – you know, the machismo there. I think he's going to, he's definitely going to play. I hope that he can play at a, at, at a point where he can be a legitimate spy. You know, me personally, I predicted the Chiefs over Niners in the Super Bowl before these playoffs started. I still think ultimately that's how this will play out. I agree with the Woodman. I like the Chiefs to win, but why not give me the points, especially when I'm getting that hook over a field goal? Yeah. Mahomes has been incredible late. I mean, he's not turning the ball over. He's not getting sacked at all. He's setting records for no interceptions and not being sacked in, like, I think both the playoff games so far. I, I don't think anyone's ever done that since the merger back in the day. Travis Kelsey, on the other hand, and the receiving game in general, coming back to life a little bit, right? So it's just really hard to bet against this pedigree, whereas Lamar has a different pedigree in the playoffs, one of disappointment, okay? One that illustrates he can spiral out of control if one thing goes wrong. That's what scares me. When one thing goes wrong, it kind of it kind of starts spiraling. Woodman, 
Yes, sir. What do you want to say? I can say. I forgot one thing, and and I I know you're going to agree, and and it just adds to your point, and then I'm done. What if what you say totally changes what I think, and I just know Ravens? It won't. I (laughs) I'm going to go a little further than I have gone. I think that Mahomes. Uh, I I look back. You just you made me think of this while you were talking. Okay. I look back on all of his playoff performances. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback ever. Maybe Joe Montana, maybe, who stayed as cool and calm and collected the way Patrick Mahomes does. I've never seen it. The dude. It doesn't matter the pressure. It doesn't matter. He gets down. Their team's losing. Does not matter. Nothing phases this cat, man. Even more than Brady. Brady would get real upset when they were losing. You remember? He would like start well, to lose his mind. Uh, yeah. In fact, in mo- you go back to a lot of the P- Patriots, the, the the games that they lost when they got knocked out of the playoffs. A lot of it was he would be tilting in the second half. That dude would be tilting, man. He he's he's a real competitor. He's fiery, and he would lose his fucking mind when they were down in the second well, that's half. What I think, I think Lamar has a way better chance of getting tilted. I agree. Team. Mahomes is. As as shout out to Stuart Scott, R.I.P. Oh. As cool as the other side of the pillow, man. Man, that is nostalgia to the T. Shout out to Stu, my man. All right, you too. I'm I'm tired of being quiet. Let's go, Charge. You freaking you freaking cowards. <laughs> All this talk about Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You're looking at this money line of plus one fifty four. Nobody's talking money line. You don't like money. You'd rather have minus one oh eight, and you're like plus it? three and a half. When you, you know just what? went on a 10-minute long diatribe between the two of you about how this is so certain to be the Chiefs. <laughs> how about stepping up your game and taking the plus 154? I'm in. You know what? And guess what? Watch this. It. Let's go to FanDuel and let's make it even more spicy. Plus 164, Charge. Oh, I like it. That's that. Attaboy. Attaboy. By the way, if you want to gamble on FanDuel, their IPO hits on monday no way yep yeah, yeah. i'm Good in man. that's your that's your uh neck yeah, dude, i already have i've got 100 shares of DraftKings. nicely done now now FanDuel is a healthier and better run company this is uh this is this is one i think you're gonna want you're gonna want to hit in on i don't charge are you still the ipo price okay no i'm kidding we're not, no. yeah <laughs> uh, that's fine too uh flut flut because flutter is their uh is their parent company flut really? monday ipo thank you for telling us i didn't know that how about that well after i win on chiefs money line at plus 164 now we're talking how many units am i flooding out there yeah Josh? how many are you i wonder i'll tell you what there's my boy right there in the chat says web train says called out well i'll tell you what in case you're just getting here my friend mm-hmm. i called you out because my man pots and pans thanks again bada bang bada boom right there that's what I'm saying. Thank you, brother. I called you out already on the show to be on the pod. My man, thank you so mm-hmm. very much for that. Chiefs plus 164 charge. So you saying take the money line. Don't be, uh, you know. Well, let me be clear. I'm saying you should take the money line. Oh. I'm on Baltimore. I'm what? on Baltimore. Yes. This took what? a turn. Right? The dashier, yeah. the basher. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, the conspiracy theorist in me says, there's a lot of forces working against the Ravens in this one that want to make sure Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift uh, all have an opportunity to be on the biggest stage for the Super Bowl. But 
If you just look at the totality of the way these teams have played for the last two months, the Ravens have been consistently far better than what we've seen from the Chiefs. And while the Chiefs get credit for their playoff wins, I can't I can't go against the eight or so last games that these teams have played. Yeah. The Ravens have simply been the better team. They're at home. And I just got to hope that the NFL is, in fact, not rigged. Pfizer doesn't get to pick who's in the Super Bowl. Oh, and if it really just comes down to 53 on 53, it's going to be the Ravens. How about that? And we'll see. So do you have any uh, prop ish? Oh, why? Yes, I do. As a matter of oh, fact, thank you very much. How about for that? Let's see. I All wonder. Right, here we go. Uh, it's going to uh, be Lamar over rushing and just shut me up. No, it's going to be. It's not. Here's uh, my favorite angle of the whole weekend is this one I'm giving you right now. Okay, great. Justice Hill has assumed a key position in this backfield that is totally underrepresented by the lines. Gus Edwards is just a plodding, straight-ahead, non-dynamic runner whose only value to this team is scoring from the two-yard line. I was about to say the same thing. Justice Hill's our guy. We're going to hit Justice Hill for both rushing and receiving yards. Now, his receiving yards, Keaton Mitchell was the receiving back, but he's dead. Now it's Justice Hill because Gus can't catch. He averages 0.7 receptions a game. 0.7. So wait, wait, Keaton Hill. This guy here is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Keaton Mitchell is in fact dead. Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. Keaton Hill. I just yeah. merged them. It passed on. So <laughs> have a good one. Hill runs triple the number of routes of Gus Edwards. Over the past month, he's averaging 33 receiving yards per game. 33. And opposing now. Now he's averaging 33. You want you probably don't have the Justice Hill line in front of you for receiving yards. I can check it. It's 11 and a half. Which I'm receiving or rushing? Receiving first. Okay. This I mean, is my favorite this, play. This, this is my favorite play of the whole weekend. Receiving it's up to yards. 13 here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's oh, see. I just saw it's 11 and a half at DraftKings. So you Look may want to hit that. Say, yeah, let's go there. An opposing runner has hit 12 receiving yards, actually 13, uh, if you want. Receiving yards against Kansas City, 10 of the past 12 games. Wow. 10 of the past 12. And over those 11 games, 15 different runners have cleared the 12 yards. Wow. So a couple have had two. That's right. Justice Hill over 11 and a half receiving yards. What do you think? All right. I, I actually love every bit of it. I got I to gotta be honest with you. I've been looking at this cat for this game to bet overs on him. And I just can't pull the trigger. And then mm-hmm. and then I, I hear stats like that, and that's why we're all here, right? Like, this is why you're on the show right now. This is why, as Smiley would say, justice this will be served. served. Okay. Oh, I like it. I I'm like telling, it. I'm telling you. Um, all right. Uh, now, yeah, I'm on board. Let's, let's talk about the Justice Hill rushing line now. Mm-hmm. Uh, justice will be – I'll put that in my notes. That's really nice. That's not bad. Um, hey, by the way, yeah. if you want to you want to hear – Smiley, you, you might be shouted out – at the uh, at, at Charges Charges Pods, he's got many pods. Is the Chop Pod is done, right? The Chop yeah, Pod is done. Fun. That's Guillotine League specific. We'll uh, we'll pick that up in Fantasy uh, Football like, Weekly. I implore yeah. everybody. We're gonna hit this tomorrow on Fantasy Football Weekly. We encourage you to subscribe. Yes, Justice please. Hill over thirty three and a half rushing yards. Now, last week we saw Hill get a ton of playing time, and it wasn't all garbage time at the end of a blowout win. What was ultimately a blowout win, remember? Although it was, if you recall, it was tied at half. Mm-hmm. Um. While that game was a two-score game, Hill had 14 combined targets and runs. And if you just look at the eye test, right, Hill looks so much more dynamic. He's averaging, over the past five games, Justice Hill averaging 5.4 yards per carry. 
And while the Chiefs' run defense has been playing better lately, not nearly as good as their pass defense, a run-heavy game plan, very possible here. Chiefs see a very healthy 26 rushes against per game. And Ravens' running backs average 21 carries. It's not all going to, to Gus Edwards. No. Last week, two different Bills, top 30 rushing yards. We can get to 33 and a half from the better of the two running backs. How about that? And I'll tell you what, because what I was saying about, you know, they didn't necessarily keep Josh Allen in the pocket. They didn't keep James Cook in check very well. Mm-hmm. What what they can do is, if Willie Gay is healthy, they can spy Lamar Jackson. Where's the rushing yards coming from? It's not necessarily coming from Gus Edwards when they're on their own 32. Right. It's coming right. from this cat. Justice Hill. Oh. That's our guy. You know, um, I think these are two bangers. I love every bit of it. All right, let's talk about. Uh, I don't. I don't love this one. So I'm. Gonna, uh, I'm just going to say up front. This sure. Is my, this is the one. This is the prop I like the least. But okay. Lamar Jackson under one and a half passing touchdowns. I told you. I think it's going to be run heavy. He's. This is not. We're not going out on a limb here. It's minus one eighty. When that's why I really don't love this. But my under one and a half passing touchdowns. Seven straight quarterbacks have thrown zero or one touchdown against Kansas City. Wow. Including ten of the past eleven. That's incredible. So, that is it's, incredible. It's an elite uh, defense, guys. Yeah, but it's an elite still, defense. that stat, I mean, quarterbacks should throw two touchdowns like They game. should, right? It's act, bad quarterbacks. Nick Mullins does that. Uh, Jackson Bro, has, This is minus 194 on Vandal. Oh, like, wow. Going wrong direction. They're killing me on this. Uh, I mean, it's... The, but uh, I'm the just other saying side. that's how much they're proven to the point where it will be a rushing game. Charge, can uh, I, if, if you don't mind me jumping in here, yeah, and th- I might be showing my hand for Bagels and Locks on Sunday morning. How do you like the under in this game? I kind of like the under in this game. I do too. I do yeah. too. 44 and a yeah. half. The last time I saw it, where is it here? I'll just yeah, mention yeah. if we head over to our friends at NFLweather.com. You know what? Let's go ahead and and and, and, and say what's up to our boys over at NFLweather.com. You I was going to say NHLweather.com. That site does not work. <laughs> it's probably going to rain. There might be 13 mile per hour gusts, which is not nothing. That's nothing. That's no. That's I guess 13 mile per hour is not much. Uh, but some rain. You know, right. and forty-five. That's not forty-five. Uh, is that's the temperature's forty-five or no? That's a fifty-four yeah. percent chance of. Right? Oh no, yeah, forty-five. Temperature's yeah, yeah. forty-five. Forty-five is not bad. That's not bad. No, right? it's not. It's hey, not I'm bad. Not, that's football weather. Yeah, I guess, but it's not exactly you know like dome conditions. Yeah, um, you know, I think people may remember Lamar Jackson's five touchdown game in Week Seventeen when he wrapped up the MVP. Shoot. Um, but if you take that game out, he's only averaging 1.1 passing touchdowns per week, which is absurdly. That is crazy, folks. I know. I mean, you know, talking about an MVP. So anyway, um, and he also, by the way, he throws the fewest passes of any starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. So I wonder what his, uh, over under completions and all that are for this game too. I, I expect this game to be one either on the ground by Baltimore or through the air by KC. So, well, I'm going the other way a little bit because let's let's shift over to Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, right. big, big game here. Uh, we're going to go over 14 and a half attempts and over 63 and a half rushing yards. Now, the Ravens have lost four games this year, guys. The And here's the average rushing line against Baltimore in those losses. 30 rushes for 123 yards. So the game plan for Kansas City should be 
Let's run the ball. All right. Okay. Now, I know the Ravens stymied Devin Singletary last week. Don't care. I mean, to me, right. that is that is such an anomaly, right? <laughs> the prior five games, so we think of the Ravens defense, like, oh, this Ravens defense is so good. Right. The prior five games for the Ravens, not including their week 18 where they, they didn't play, Ravens ranked 29th in rushing Whoa. yards allowed, 30th Whoa. in yards per carry, giving up 5.2 yards per carry since week 10 which isn't that far back. So, you know, week 10, we're going back to Thanksgiving. Five different backs have topped 100 yards against Baltimore. Even when Baltimore wins, teams are doing that. Ravens are very good pass defense. There's your, this, the path of least resistance is on the ground. Pacheco's running great, averaging five yards per carry since the team's bye back in week 10. I think this is a heavy Pacheco game in mm. carries and in rushing yards. How about that? And I'll tell you what, uh, last week I almost put money on CEH having a, a 25 plus yards. It was mm. like plus 600 and he had it on one count wow. last week. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. damn it. I should have did that. What do you think? Maybe does Clyde Edwards Hilarious, uh, you know, poke his head out for the, uh, well, he might just because they're going to run the ball so many times that, mm. you know, Pacheco He's not even available to be bet on here on DK. I don't know about DraftKings or FanDuel, but, uh, but maybe I'm a little bit surprised he's not available. That's yeah. That's, I'm checking Fanduel right now. Nothing. He's not right. even like on. He's, it's like he's not even on the team. Well, he's atrocious. Wow! Not, Look at you. I. I got one more for you. Um, I'm loving every bit of this. Dude, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like the the Don John Pod mixed with the Bagels and Locks. Like we're just going <laughs> like crazy. I love every bit of this. All right, thank you. All right, uh, Rasheed Rice. Yes. That passing game, you know, Kelsey, it, it, clearly not himself. Rasheed Rice brings a lot of energy to that passing game. They're going to make concerted effort to stop him here. I'm taking the under 59 and a half. And this thing started mm. at like 62 and a half, and it's been bet down to 59 oh, and a half. Rasheed Rice is the Chiefs. Here's the thing you got to know. Rasheed Rice is the Chiefs' top slot receiver by a big margin. Right. Now, that means he's going to face... Kyle Hamilton in coverage, the my star friend. safety, the best safety in the NFL. How good, good man, is who Hamilton's was my favorite coverage? single player two years ago in the NFL draft? Uh, your favorite player two years ago in the NFL draft? It's uh, Kyle Hamilton I think it was Jamar Chase. You're something else. You know what I mean? You're something else. Kyle Hamilton, I was like, this guy is going to be a stud. Sorry, He's Charge, so I'm going to cut you off. He's number two. By Pro Football Focus in coverage among all safeties, his average receiving game allowed in Kyle Hamilton's coverage, and he covers the slot. So he's one of these safeties uh, uh, cornerback hybrids to cover the right. slot. Average receiving game allowed in his coverage: fifteen yards and zero point zero six touchdowns per game. Oh, jeez! He has he owns the position's best opposer. Opposed passer rating, you know, the passer rating zero to 156. <laughs> he has the best among all safeties at 46. How, How many times this year has Hamilton allowed 59 yards in his coverage? Which is we're sitting at 59 and a half yards. I'm gonna guess twice. Zero. Zero. Wow. Zero. You're a big Rice is going to run from some other parts of the field as well, but Kyle Hamilton is going to shut down those slot yards, and that's going to make it very difficult for Rice to get 
over the 50. All right. Okay. All right. How about that? So who's going to get any actual passing yardage? Is is this a Kelsey game? Maybe like where does Hamilton fade in when it comes to Kelsey coming down the slot and maybe Rasheed's doing a cross? It's a, it's a great conversation because the way they use Hamilton is the way, at least the way they've deployed him in the past. If there's a quality slot receiver, he's mm-hmm. on the slot receiver. And if there's okay. not, then he flips over to the to, to the tight end. There's a chance that, that a Hamilton number. does just pick up Kelsey and right. they just take their chances on Rasheed Rice. And if well, that happens, where the coaching then, all, comes but, into then play, all bets right? are off. That's and where coaching worth, really comes into play. Like, who do you focus on? I think it's worth noting that Kelsey does almost never lines up in line. He's he's very very rarely at tight end. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he no, lines he's, up he's effectively a slot receiver. He's no. a, effectively a slot receiver. So That's it right. could be either one. It's really tough to say. It um, is. Right, it right, is yeah. hard to say. Yeah, 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 we didn't think we were getting to these levels tonight, but this is what you ha- what's what happens when you get a cat like Paul Charchi on board. So, and it's you. so boring. I'm really sorry. About it's not that. boring. Are you kidding me? I'm, I got news for you. Like I, I'm like that meme where it's like, what is it? The you know all the algorithms going through your head. Like everything you're saying, I'm going. Uh. I got to admit though, I'm still on Chiefs plus three and a half. Like this could easily be uh, a 2017 Ravens victory, and we can cash this all day. Uh, but I like I get what you're saying. Kyle Hamilton to me is uh, aces. Like Kyle Hamilton was my favorite player two years ago. Last player was Devin Witherspoon. Uh, I would always lean oh, towards the defensive. Man. Yeah, Witherspoon's going to win rookie. Well, has a good chance of winning defensive rookie of the year. That's I still think they're going to give it to Carter. I but I, with Devin Witherspoon, dude, I wish I could be a GM for just one draft, or at least just in a war room. Charge, can we get into the Minnesota Vikings war room one day? What do you think? Oh. We could probably do better, right? I'd love to. I'd love to do that. That'd <laughs> be so best. good. Uh, for the people asking about uh, slot receptions last week, Justin Watson had one snap out of the slot last week. I just looked it up since it came up in the comments. Um, Rasheed Rice only a ten, which is a drop from him. Normally, he has more than that. So you know they don't. They don't really have. You know, well, Rasheed Rice has been their their primary slot guy, but they don't have like a pure slot guy, like you know, Julian right. Edelman or something. You know. Well, they, so, yeah. well, they also don't have an outside guy. No. You know, right. the, the Chiefs. For it's insane that they've even made it this far with essentially no receivers. That's what's so scary about them. That is, that is, that is. Yeah. That is. In Hardman, essence, had, Hardman had six snaps out of the slot, by the way. Yeah, and he well, was, and he no. was what? He cost them ten yeah. points I, on the scoreboard. It, six it, put it on, what a wreck that guy is. Put him on a glass as. Uh, as Sir Mix-a-Lot used to say. Hey, I'd like to right. put him on a friggin' crucifix. Wow, we're going there That's with it, huh? That's really bold. Is that too Look strong? Look what you did, you little, little jerk. Is that from too- <laughs> Home Alone? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Come on now, it's my favorite single Home Alone uh, uh, line Look ever. Look what you did, you little jerk. Let's um, go. All right, I, and I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with that game. So that's it. I am finished. Dude, Charge, you're taking. So this is maybe we should have did it the other way, where Charge put out the props and we could just change <laughs> our. Because like he has got me being like, ah, shit. But I'm still down with the three and a half. Maybe I'm not as on board with Chiefs ML. Even yeah. though Charge got me real pumped. No. I, I thought I thought we were running plus one sixty four no. to the bank. Yeah, I'm not betting the Chiefs money line, but that sure. three and a half is still good. Charge spits <laughs> on it and then. Just lays like exhibit A, B, C, D. You know, I'm like, wow, okay, all right. Well, we'll see about this one. Let's see if our man is on board with this. And I, I just want to say, I got a feeling like 
Like, I'm sorry, folks, but this might, this might, you come to us for four picks, two unique picks. Look, there's only two games. We, 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 we tandemed up on the first one. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I got a real weird feeling that we're going to tandem up on this, John, too. <laughs> Wood man. Okay. Answer me one question, okay? Riddle yeah. me this, David Woody. Are you picking a spread in the Detroit Lions-San Francisco game? No. Well, then guess what? I think we might be on to something here. You insensitive asshole. I don't know. Uh, we could be against each other. I'm going with the under. Whoa! What? <laughs> I am we, not expecting that. Are we opposite? Okay. See, si, senorita. That's fine. Um, you let me like give that? you my case. Let me give. <laughs> let me give you my case. Uh, it's pretty simple. When? Wow. Okay. The, sure. Just call me out. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's simple. Like, as in, I'm right and you're wrong. I'm saying <laughs> my case is simple. It's when Jared Goff is not in a dome. He and when he faces pressure, those are two things, two different things, but they're both going to happen here. Um, not so many on the points, not a big points scoring guy, Jared. Not Goff. so much on the points, not so much on the points. Uh, little um, bit of juice is good. Eh? The other thing is, is that we've gotten used to, I think, the Niners being this kind of offensive juggernaut. They scored a ton of points during the regular season, which they did. It's all true. Uh, not so much in the playoffs. You know, they, they, they've only played one game, the Packers. Packers, bad defense. They didn't score a lot. I'm not saying that, but but it's it's a Kyle Shanahan thing. It's a, I've got eight years of this man running an offense. I have a lot of data. that I have a lot of anecdotal and actual data, right? I got a lot of film on this cat. And what does Kyle Shanahan want to do? Or Flim, as they would say in, in he, Simpsons. What Kyle Shanahan would love to do is to score nine points and allow zero. <laughs> you want to look at that again? You know, Kyle Shanahan believes that if his team needs to score a lot of points to win the game, then they don't deserve to win the game. That is his, <laughs> that is his firm belief. He won't admit this on a mic, but we, we know it's true. And if you gave him, you will. Shot, if you gave him a little like shot right here, that sodium pentothal, you know, Brian, that you're so fond of. <laughs> I, I love it. And then I step up to a mic and I say, let me talk to you. <laughs> I really think he would admit, I think he'd be like, yeah, I really genuinely want to win every game. Like nine, nothing. I think that this is just not a game where there will be a lot of points. I think Goff is going to struggle under the pressure. You know, the, this this incredible... He has front. been to the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Yes, and he was atrocious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he literally cost his team the he game. Had, he had about they, 100 they, passing yards in that game. He, they were but he clearly, got him there. They were clearly the better team, and he was just awful. Um, look, it's I'm, just not a good... For the sake of the show, setup. I'm so happy you went this way, but I'm it's, so disappointed. I, I know you're right upset, now. but like, it's just not a good setup for points here. It really is not. Um, so the, I'm highlighting... The Lions on... don't want to score, and the Lions won't be able to. That's that's essentially it, right? Real short. But real Lions quick, we have still yet to, to be, give numerical be. value to this. The over-under is set at 51 mm-hmm. on DraftKings. It could have been almost anything I would have taken the under. Okay. They could have Pretty set good. it at 43. I would have been like, yeah, under. Are you out of your mind? Honestly, I think the final score of the game is like nine seven. Cannot play uh, not with kidding. Him. Wow. Cannot win okay. with him. 
Where's your alternate bets? Let's get the alternate bets rolling on this. I would love to do an alternate bet. So you want to go down. down. You want to take it under. That's Jared Goff catching that wave off Santa Monica. Bah, you know what I mean? Get pitted. So pitted. How did the girl earlier this year when Jared Goff went into Baltimore? Oh, I'm sorry. In a very chilly Baltimore. Look, you are the man who loves a particular website. Let me bring it up as we talk about it live here on a dungeon on Twitch. NFLweather.com. Let me just go ahead and show you. What's what's happening here? Oh, I don't know. 70 degrees and clear. Okay. It may as well be in the dome. It might as well be in the dome charge. And I'll tell you this right now. I'm going over to FanDuel for me because it's at 50 and a half. Give me the over, okay, all day, all right? Because I'll tell you what. I handicapped this game at minus five and a half, San Fran, originally. And I was shocked that it opened a point more at minus six and a half. Then it moved immediately to minus seven, and it stayed put since. I got to be honest. That's making me antsy. Don't want to touch this line, okay? The more I think about it, the more I think San Fran by 14 but I'm not even going to play on that right now, okay? That's not to say Detroit, for me, David, will not put up points here, and I'm not one bit concerned, okay? Give me the Dikembe Mutombo finger back and forth about (laughs) Jared Goff outdoors in January (gasps) because that brings – that's scary, right? Jared Goff outdoors January? What? I'll tell you what. How about 70 degrees here in Santa Clara when your Detroit Lions, one pride, all right, are going to visit – the apparently yellow-helmeted uh, San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> according to NFLweather.com. But very little wind, clear skies, 70 degrees. Woodman, Jared Goff was the what number pick in the draft? I'm going to say 70. No, no, what? Where was he picked in the draft? He was picked before Carson Wentz. So where was he picked in the draft? Before Wentz, I guess he was number one. He was one. number one overall. Number one. And where did he go to school? I remember that. Where did he go to school? Maybe Notre Dame? I don't know. Okay. How about Cal? Okay. Cal. Which is yeah. about like a stone's throw from Santa Clara. Okay. Cal Berkeley is like right outside of Oakland. Stone's throw. They don't have a dome. This dude did all this shit and got number one overall pick. He's used to 70 degrees, zero wind. It doesn't matter. He's playing for the NFC chip right now with a chip on his shoulder. How's he doing Dang. under pressure? I, I don't know. He did pretty good the last two weeks. Did he? All that city in that dome. You want to talk about dome? That that noise, that crowd, everybody there, that's pressure, Bubba. My man came through barely a little, uh, you know, at the Rams game last week, did a pretty damn good job. Give me the overness, John, okay? All day. And I'll tell you. I'm going to go to FanDuel for this because I'm going to show everybody that I'm not just blowing smoke. Yeah, it's 50 and a half. I'll take that little smidge. And by, uh, I don't want under. I want over. And I just – one of these teams is hitting 30 in this game, right? If not both, <laughs> I think at least. So I'm not concerned if Debo, by the way, is playing or not. There, There's plenty of other takers to be had here. Shanahan shit the bed. So, Charge, last week on the Bagels and Locks, I had – my pick was – uh, San Fran minus two and a half first quarter because Kyle Shanahan to me is one of the best. You know how the coaches come out and they have their first 20 game planned. You know what yeah. I mean? They always yeah, yeah. do. And he's one of the best in the league at it. And he really, really, really called a bad start to that game last week against the Packers. He totally underanalyzed exactly what he needed to do. And it backfired. 
he's going to learn something about that. It's what good coaches do. He might not be the best coach in the world, but he's a good coach. He's going to come out with a better uh, game plan. I expect him to rectify what he did last week. But here's the deal. I think the Lions pound the ball. I think they pound on the ground, to be mm. honest. And, like, mm-hmm. they got to keep that 49ers passing defense honest. They're going to pound it. they got two legit options out there. One who's underrated one of my favorites. Now everyone loves Imani. The best after contact in the league ever in college, by the way, but in the league since he's been in the league. The dude's a literal friggin' safe, like running through people. you got to get four or five on him to bring him down. But here's the deal, though. The Lions defense, they can look like Swiss cheese. They've allowed 23 points in each of their first two playoff games, okay? Yeah. so. Those two teams were called the Rams and the Bucks. All right. And that was in Detroit in a dome. Now add the Niners into the mix. And we're in San Fran at their rather disappointing offensive attack that they had a week ago. They're going to score a bunch. I, I look, I don't know where I'm at on that line. I I I would feel Lions, but I kind of think the Niners are going to route. I'm not too comfy. One thing I'm comfy with is points, baby. Points are being put up like a motherfucker here, Woodman. What do you got to say about that? I got I got to say two noodle armed quarterbacks a wow. oh, the, 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 the 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 coach with the better the, the the better coach has a history of turtling and and getting very very defensive and 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 retreating into his little shell like mm. a little his little shanty shell oh the like, shanty shell oh, oh oh they they might throw it this dude okay <laughs> no absolutely Struggling. not ludicrous i think the uh, i think the idea honestly i'm gonna take like i'm gonna do an all like under oh man it's gonna pay amazing i'm gonna pay like i'm taking all like under 17 points you cannot be serious under 17 points total in the game how about that charge save us please doing it let's hit the props and i'll let you guys try to apply this as you want to your uh to your over to your under um i've got kind of a mixed bag here so you know but you can just see if you agree maybe you don't uh we're going to start with George Kittle. Now, the George Kittle numbers go electric when Debo misses games. How about that? It looks like he's going to miss this game. Or if he even does play, at what capacity? And is he just a decoy? Let me give you the numbers. He's Six full George Kittle games without Debo Samuel. You okay. ready? Mm-hmm. ready? Target share, 25%. For a tight end, that's huge. Average game, 91 yards is the average George Kittle game when Debo Samuel does not play. Let me give you some recent tight end games against the Lions that are in this same kind of ballpark. Last week, Cade Otten hit the over at 65 yards. Week 18, Johnny Munt, 58 yards. He lives down the street from me. Yeah. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, 59 yards. Cole Komet, 66 yards in week 14. These are recent games. Tight ends that, other than Hawkinson, aren't nearly as good as George Kittle. This I like the George Kittle over in this game. So we got over on DraftKings is set at 60 and a half. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I am rooting, by the way, Charge, a, a touchdown for George Kittle uh, because that will hit a huge prop for me. I had a prop at, my, at plus 2,000 for both Kelsey and Kittle to score two-plus touchdowns in the playoffs. Uh, so that'll be fun. So, all right. So we're over 60 and a half here. I'm trying to look up on Fandle real quick to see if there's a big discrepancy. I can't imagine there is, but okay. Fandle has Kittle at whoopsie wrong game. Nope. Same game. 
62 and a half. Okay. So yeah, DraftKings will be where you want to yeah. go with that. Yep. yep. All right. Over 60 and a half. I dig that. Where else are we had here, Bob? Okay. Next. Uh, let's stay with the 49ers. Okay. Betting against Christian McCaffrey. You, you just you, it's like you have to be a sadist. It's it's the black <laughs> hole of it's the black hole of fun. Yeah. You know, betting against Christian McCaffrey is the true the two broke girls of fun. It's <laughs> nobody, nobody enjoys it. But I'm gonna go under the fifth, the 37 and a half receiving yards. He's been under that line in three straight games and six of the past eight games. And get this going back seven games against the Lions. No back has hit that over. Wow. They've all been under the 37 and a half. And over that span, the Lions averaging just 25 receiving yards per game to runners. So, and well, McCaffrey's obviously great and he's better than anybody the sure. Lions have faced, right? But still, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of historic, recent historic data that suggests McCaffrey goes under 37 and a half. Well, let's not forget, <laughs> by the way, how much this is for a running back. It's through the lot. air to get it. I mean, you're talking That's 38 yards. That's a lot. And by the way, a FanDuel is on board with your charge. They have CMCs over under for receiving yards set at 35 and a half. Wow. Okay. Ask Joey OB. Those two yards matter. That's the difference do. between they, winning they and losing. They but, do matter. But you have to think about how much that is out of the backfield. 38 yards is a it like, I mean, that's if, if you think he's going to catch four passes. My man's got to get like nine a piece. So that's, right. that's a big that's, thing. That, that's tricky. And they throw to McCaffrey short too. That's right. part of it is, you know, right. and you know, it's, he's, he's so good. He can, you know, obviously he can do yeah, a lot. He can of break after, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. But that's, that's the risk we're going to take. Exactly. Now we're going to double down on the agony in mm. this game. And oh, we're going to take Christian McCaffrey under 87 oh, wow. and a half rushing yards. Wow. It's uh, all the game long. You're going to be in agony all game long going, oh, don't be the handoff where McCaffrey breaks one. All right, here we go. How many runners went over this number? 80, how many lumber, How many runners topped 88 rushing yards against the Lions all season long? This is crazy because I've been fading Lions passing attack all year and made money on it. I should, mm -hmm. but I yeah. never... I, I swear to God, I have not thought or analyzed while making a pick a rushing attack of the Lions. They've been pretty good, but it's it hasn't stood out to me the way I feel like you're presenting it. How many have gone under this? Is that what you're saying? Yep. So how many have hit have gone over have had 88 yards or more against Detroit all season long? So that's now 19, 20 games. So I'm just going to put something out here, and it might fuel what you're saying, but yeah. what should an NFL team give up over what you're saying now? How many games? 20 games. 20. Uh, an NFL team should probably allow, I don't know, eight or nine 100-yard rushers? Yeah. I would say, based on what you're getting at, I'll say six. Oh! oh. Puts uh, up the zero hand again. Again, again, the zero hand. Is that for Are they a pass funnel? Is that why this is They happening? are a pass funneling okay. defense. For McCaffrey to hit the over, he has to be the only back to get to 88 <laughs> yards all year against the Lions. Is he the best back they've faced? Sure, but it's still going to be tricky. This is amazing. Uh, he, not amazing. only that, the Lions' defense has been so good. 
Christian McCaffrey needs 19 more yards than any back has had against the Lions this year to hit that over. The Lions rank number one in rushing yards allowed, number three in yards per carry allowed, and number two in fewest rushes allowed. The Lions give up just 60 yards per game to the entire position on you a per game be basis. Serious. Now McCaffrey doesn't share away. much, so he'd get most of all those positional carry uh, yardage. But still, this is it's, still. yeah. But still, it's like tough. I mean, they use Elijah Mitchell sometimes here or there. But not only that, that, the fact that that they've I, I can't believe it was zero. I was this being right into my bet as well. Shit, do I go under here, Charge? Well, we like the Kittle over, and there's another over I like. Oh, here we go. Sam Laporta. Yes. Now, any other go. year, a rookie of the year winner, probably. Incredible. Sam Laporta. Um, mm. it, it's you know tough competition against C.J. Stroud and Puka Nakua this oh, year. Yep. Historic yeah. competition for Laporta. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Seems healthy. Targeted Laporta 11 times last week. So no real hesitation on the lingering knee issue that he's got. His over is uh, 48 and a half, by the way. I don't remember if I said that. If we take out the game in which he suffered the knee injury and the game right after the knee injury, when he came back and it was like, how is he even back? In the Badass. We take that out. He's been over this line three of the past four, seven of the past 11 games. And the 49ers, so being a very good overall defense, obviously, you know where they're middle of the pack. It's tight end defense. Tight end, right? San Francisco ranks 14th in tight end yards allowed, 22nd in tight end receptions allowed. The Niners gave up 48 yards, uh, are giving up 48 yards per game to tight ends, which is exactly where this line is sitting at 48 and a half. Um, but Laporte is so much better <laughs> oh, than most. I know, right? Yeah. Better than most of the uh, tight ends that San Francisco faced all year. And they've been rocked by, 49 has been rocked uh, by top tight ends recently, like Isaiah Likely, Trey McBride, the Seattle tight ends combined for good games. Right. It's just... A lot of opportunity. History suggests that Laporte's got uh, got a chance here. This is incredible. Like these are next level stats. You ain't finding anywhere else unless you follow Charge at Paul Charge in right on. And I wish you would. And you shall. Uh, Charge is found all over you. Know, any radio dial on Vsin Network. You can find our boy uh, just dolling out these. W's right now. Well, you're getting it all a day earlier than Beeson, so there's yo, that. yeah, yo, charge. Do a little sneak in, right? Do a little sneak in on Beeson. Just be like, yeah, degenerate dungeon. Just like cough, <laughs> dungeon. Be like, what was that? Uh, nothing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You don't need to do that, charge. No, you don't need. Well, I'll um, tell you, Liam Grace hey. is the bagel because charge keeps putting up that. That's just that, that's how that's how he sells the stats with the bagel. Love my bagels, right? What I got one more for you. In this game, no. Uh-oh. In the next game. Oh, excuse oh. me. What? We're getting there already? Well, before yes. we do that, ladies and gentlemen, my man. Yeah, we used to have a podcast before the uh, before uh, the Degenerate Dungeon called Jump the Sharp. I think Charch is jumping the sharp right now. And I we, that, that makes me and Woody's bull run a little bit. What a badass. This dude. We're so proud to have him on the show. Before we do oh, that, hey. though, I believe, Woodman, we have to find ourselves a little tutty score. One day we will have our boy Cordy Pats on this uh, episode. But Cordy Pats doesn't know. Cordell Patterson charged, by the way. You know how much we, we love Cordy Pats. He, he's paid us off in the past. And we just 
somehow instinctively called this the Cordauer Patterson anytime touchdown score. Touchdown, Cordero Patterson. He's kind of a badass. Do you yeah. agree? He's an underutilized well, badass. That, that kind of upright style of running is always looks so cool, you know. So cool, so cool. You know what looks so cool? Chest hair, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I need my stuff a tiny score. So there's only one way to give it, right? Give it to me hard. <laughs> I think I think I think the chart <laughs> I think the charge is probably right uh with all the things the negative things that he said about this player. Wow. But when when I look at the, when I look at the numbers that I would get on touchdown scorers for some of the other guys, I don't like them very much. Okay. Um they're not they're not paying enough for me. <laughs> and and I think this kid is good. And I think that Reed is smart enough to move him around. So I don't think he's just going to leave him in one spot in the slot where that badass Ravens defender can just stick him. I mm. think he'll move him around. And I think Rishi Rice at plus 140 mm. is a good pick here. I think he's become Mahomes' favorite target, uh, even above Kelsey, because Mahomes is, sees the writing on the wall, same as you and I do, which mm -hmm. is that Kelsey has lost probably – more than half a step. Let's be honest. That dude looks. He, yeah, well, not listen, last week. But, like I mean, well, no, but it even comes last out week, to, it comes down the drive. Nah, 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 nah. Even last week, dude. Ah. His his hands are great. He's always where he's supposed to be. Like he, he's a great he's a great player. He's a hall of famer. But like the guy is not fast anymore. Okay, yeah. you can just see it on the field. He's just not. And Rasheed Rice is twenty two years old and is fast as shit. Uh, so I think he'll figure it out at plus one forty. I really like this number. Um, I just think it's a good number. Charge probably disagrees, but it's. I think it's. I think it's a good pick uh, at plus one forty. Well, I'll tell uh, you. You told me. You know, it's, I told you before. If you if Kyle Hamilton's on him, it's game over. Sure, zero. But if he's on the outside, yeah. It's if not he's on the outside, he's got a chance. That's right. And you know, he still runs about half his routes on the outside. So you know, there there's still there's so still opportunity. Me there's yeah. a chance. <laughs> Apparently, there's a chance. But but uh, what you were saying about Kyle Hamilton is so shut down respectable i mean what a stud it's what a, a stud yeah he is he's, he's, he's so good, good. He's so I, good. yeah I, I, dude if if charge if it was up to me if i if i was harry roseman the last four or five years we would have i'm, I'm not even kidding about this we wouldn't have jalen hurts okay because i would have drafted jeremy chin jeremy chin out of south carolina was like my favorite uh yeah. secondary guy and then it, i would have drafted justin jefferson we drafted Jalen Rager. Like, what the fuck? I, I was so well, happy. Thank, to see and you. by the way, we're so we're so grateful for that. By the way, yes, thank yeah, you yeah. Much. You can. Uh, thanks for taking them off our hands. Yeah, and, we gave you a fourth round pick for that bum. We have the worst. We had got the worst GM in football. I would have went Jeremy Chin, Justin Jefferson, uh, Kyle Hamilton, Devin Witherspoon. Those would have been all. Those have been my four. Sure, our offense would blow. But we'd have the single greatest secondary of all time. Win every game, three not, every game would be three nothing Eagles. That's the way we work. We don't do linebackers. That's we correct. don't do secondary. But all good. Um, all right. Let me get to my Tuddy John, and I'll tell you where I'm heading here. I'm going to the other game, which is fun here. So Woodman will give you Rasheed Rice. Let me go to uh, Santa Clara once again, and I'm going to show something real, real quick because this is what we need to do here. As uh, first of all, it's us as hosts of a betting show a betting podcast but also use as listeners and whatnot this is kind of our gig to you we need to show you where to go find your best deal okay we always are showing 
DK or FanDuel, check it out. Let's go to touchdown scores. And let's see where David Montgomery is. Plus 130 there, okay? Yo, fuck that noise. Dude, just don't bet that. You go check where you can find out a better deal. I'll tell you we're going to find a better, de- better deal right now. It's going to be over here on FanDuel because it's it's a difference. I, I haven't checked this since this afternoon when I put a healthy bet on it. 170 for David Montgomery. And I'll tell you this right now. Heads up, okay? Big discrepancy here. I absolutely love Monty in this game. You heard me talk about this game earlier as far as the over, and I said I think they're going to pound that ball on the ground, mm-hmm. and that would make you think, wait a second, running the ball means time ticking off the clock, right? Well, I got news for you. I looked up how many yardage, like how many big games uh, on the ground Monty had this year and how their score impacted not just Detroit themselves but also the game as far as the total. Whenever Monty put up a big game on the ground, it was like 50-plus all day, our day. It was crazy. So I think the only way the Lions have a shot at winning this outright is establish this game, both on the ground with Monty and Gibbs, to be honest with you. So the the Niners last week, how much did they let up to the Packers? 136 yards on the ground. Okay, that's not what they did during the regular season. So they're probably going to improve on that a little bit. But I think Dan Campbell's got that moxie. He's got that fire. He's got that intelligence to know, okay, if we're going to run the ball, I don't think it's going to be like Funky Johns or Gibbs. It's not going to be any draws. Not going to be any shit like that. It, like, you got to pound this shit with Monty. And I think Monty's going to go to town, but especially around pay dirt. Plus 170? Give That's me a, a break with this. That's a big number. It's a big number. And I want to shout out uh, a, a, a gentleman who used to be on, a, on our show. Our, our man, Jill Gallant. Let me show this, his tweet out here. Lions running back David Montgomery has closed with minus odds to score a touchdown in 14 to 16 games played, including playoffs. He was the most profitable Lions touchdown scorer this year at plus 6.65 units. He's currently one point, well, plus 170 on FanDuel. Jill Gallant, shout out to him. Uh, he's on the Action Network. He was on this show back when we were called Jump the Sharp as a guest. Uh, shout out to Jill. Hope you're doing well, my friend. He's a very nice guy. Very nice dude. Very, very smart better. Super smart. Oh, he's a touchdown, anytime touchdown analyst, and he kills it all the time. Shout out and to he, him. He but, used to do a lot of NBA. He still do NBA? Oh, yeah. He'll get on in the offseason the whole nine. But this is like plus 170. This dude is always a minus. He's plus 170. You got to pounce Weird. on opportunity. Like, Maybe chill with the unit size for this. If you, I didn't, by the way, <laughs> I, I'm, hmm. I'm on board with this. Cause I, I do think ultimately if the Lions think they're winning this game, that it's going to have to be through. And this might lean towards the under, but I'm telling you. So I, my, I went head to head with my own self with my tutty score and my pick. And yeah. I said, wait a second, if I'm going to think Monty's running, 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 that's going to take time off the clock. Let me see what the total was for these games where Monty performed all of his games where he performed big time. It was like 35, like 28 games. And I'm like, wow. So that didn't turn me off on either of these picks at all. Give me Monty plus 170. Like it's David Montgomery plus 170. Come on, let's go. Nine to seven. Yeah. And you can, you can just stop there. It's David Montgomery plus 170 end of analysis. Totally. And then Woodman throws in a nine to seven total. Woodman, I cannot wait until this is like under 20 and you, just pay for a beautiful yeah. steak for me and you and charge, I'll by take, the way. I'll next take time you to Del Frisco's, man. We'll sit down. Hell yeah, we'll go to Del Frisco's. 
Yo, next time charts comes in, let's go. Yeah, Del right. Frisco. What happened to Del Frisco? I, you yeah. know, I, I, I like French onion soup, but you, you could have taken me to Del Frisco. Charts, you, you want to talk about a steak that, that that sits on your mouth like Hagen Dazs chocolate ice cream? Like that oh. thing will just disappear. You don't have to chew. Charts, do you Look, like a nice steak? I, I want, you know what I want? I mm. want my steak to give me a mouth hug. That's what I want. <laughs> and that's, that's oh, what I can get at you. Del Frisco. That's a Del Frisco. Yep. Yeah. He knows the one guy. We know them all. Charge has the in on the you one. You can do it, buddy. Yeah. All right. All right. Next time you come to town, we'll take you, bud. Yeah, that's let's a go deal. Um, you know, you can, bet, you can make. Yeah. Go for it. Who do you got? Okay. You can. One last thing. You can make Super Bowl. Some Super Bowl wagers now. Here we go. We're, are we going to talk Super Bowl? <gasps> yeah, just, Owl. Well, wait, wait. Before Charge gets to that, John Woodman, who's playing in the Super Bowl? I'll say Chiefs Niners, wouldn't it? I tend to agree. Charge. Ravens Niners. Okay. Although I think the Lions are going to be way – I think the Lions are just going to battle. I think this thing's going to be tight. I would take the plus seven. I I would love for the Lions to win. I really – I would would make me so happy. Me too. I just hope they Uh, don't get just absolutely manhandled. Right, Charge? I don't don't think they're going to. I don't think they will either, but – even a 35 26, I don't know. Yeah, okay. there you go. Or nine right. to seven loss. For you, you stop with your nine to seven. All right. I'll tell you what. Why don't you go to your nine to five tomorrow? Me and Charge will talk here. Okay. So Charge has a Super Bowl prop he wants to tell. I want to give you a little Super Bowl prop, a little action in the Super Bowl. A little act, though, never hurt anybody. Let's go. MVP bet. You know, oh. you can bet the MVP for the Super Bowl right now. You can't Boy. do most of your props. You can, but you can do, you can bet MVP right now. You can. Okay. Now, for 10 of the last 14 were quarterbacks. And that's you're not going to get any kind of real long odds on that. Um, you're going to get Lamar Jackson's two to one, Brock Purdy's three to one. So I started thinking, okay, where can we get splashy on Super Bowl MVP? I need to find a running back or a receiver who could put up a big game filled with highlight reel, highlight reel runs or catches. Can I guess? Yes. Zay Flowers? Go down one. Oh! Right? Jameer Ooh. Gibbs, explosive. Yeah. I Highlight plays, explosive plays, explosive. right? He is explosive, yeah. Right? I get 80 to 1 on my, on my money for Roll Jameer time. Gibbs to be MVP. And whether he's playing against the Chiefs or the Ravens, this is smart. both of these teams have really struggled against the run and they're much, much better against the pass. In either scenario, the ground game is going to be 100% in play if it's the Chiefs or the Ravens. This is really so smart. This is, this is your sneaky play. Now, they got to get by the 49ers, obviously, and then they got to win the next game, too. So, I mean, like you know, but it's 80 to 1. If they play the Super Bowl yeah. 80 times, Jameer right. Gibbs is going to win this thing like, I don't know. Five exactly. So, right. But, George, you know, that 80 to 1 is based on the fact that they lose this game. If they are in the Super Bowl, this is fucking eighteen to one. That's exactly right. right. I was gonna exactly say exactly right. At 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 eight hundred to one as of today, it's a terrible bet. But at eight thousand plus eight thousand, yes. it's a it. great bet. This is a great great bet. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow, All right. Comments. One hundred twenty-five to one. Yo. Yeah, and that's what I, Liam. I'm kind of with you there. I know you're down. In the land down under, Liam. By the way, in in Australia, charge Liam gets yeah. some crazy odds. Well, it's the Coriolis effect. 
Everything's well, yes, it is, down right? There. Yes. But how about this? Bada bing, bada boom, charge. Oh, it's right there at FanDuel. Plus 12,000. Oh, oh, FanDuel. Yes. Yo, I'm definitely doing right now. Because I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. When it comes to, and this is coming from a guy who called Von Miller to win the MVP in Super Bowl 50, okay? this is, there, are, there are avenues you can take to realize something. To me, it was like strip sack versus, okay, and, I, and it actually happened. But what I can realize right now, what Charts is saying, if, okay, if the Lions could get there, you know that their game plan isn't going to be like straight up old school football related. They're going to have some funky plays and they want to get their most athletic guys involved to put them over the top. You got this young rookie that it can be multifaceted. What if Jameer Gibbs has a rushing and a passing toddy and Jerry got 220 yards throwing? Boom. You know what I mean? That's it. So I'm all over this. I'm at least putting, I don't know, wood man. I'll put at least a, I might do a friggin' quarter unit on that. Let's see. What's 25 get me? It's almost three like, grand charge. How about that? <laughs> well, it's no, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm it's not the same lie. principle where, you know, uh, Brian will remember when I called Shohei Otani. MVP of baseball in 21. Right. At plus 2,500. And people were like, no. And no one agreed with me. And you were like, well. I was like, well, we, we I, my, 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 my point was just that, like, what if he's just good enough at both things? Like, and it's almost mm -hmm. like, gives us that. Like, it's like, what if he just, in the, like, what if they make the Super Bowl and he does enough running and receiving? Like, that could be it. That, that's enough. Like, to win this award, so it's great, smart. <laughs> My man Dummy's coming in with two like hot takes. He says, "How are we not talking about Javon Hargraves for everybody? I don't know why we should actively be speaking about that. You mean for the Super Bowl? Uh, but I miss him all day. And then he comes in with Ray Ray McLeod. Come on, what if he runs <laughs> two or three back? I love it, brother. Hey, he and he also says, "What's the weather going to be in San Francisco? <laughs> don't ask the Woodman because I'll tell you what." If, if if you if you asked him, he would tell you it's going to be awful, and Jared Goff has no shot. He might even say it's going to rain. You know, but I don't think it is. It says zero percent. But Jameer Gibbs plus twelve thousand—that's the way to end a podcast, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe give you something to look forward to for the Super Bowl if the Lions win. And you don't have to put you don't have to do what I'm doing. I'm doing this, by the way. But you, what, what, what do you put like two bones? Went 240? Like, come on. And then you can thank your boy Charge, the creator and the home run hitter of the guillotine leagues. By the way, I told you before we had the guillotine league. Now we've converted my own 13, now 14 uh year old league. So my wife has been in the nine years she's been a part of the league. Because, by the way, the first couple of years, I wouldn't let her be a part of the league and when we were dating. And she's like, why am I not part of this league? I said, well, what if, what if we break right. up? Right, we break up, right. I mean, yeah. I, if, if, that. That if we break yeah. up in the middle now of the year. And she, and she's, weird. Like, she's like, never forgot it. She's like, why would we break up? I knew I was going to marry you. I was like, I I liked you a lot. I thought I was going to marry you. And we did. But, like, what if? Like, I don't need my ex in my league. It's week five. And she's like, ah. nevertheless, we're good. Uh so she went in nine years, she went to three championship games, made the playoffs, I think eight out of nine years. 
and she lost in some of the most heartbreaking fashion starts. I'm telling you, she needed eight points one year from Matthew Stafford when he was a Lion. He put up like six, had the worst game of his career. She was up in the final game Christmas night. Raiders at Philly. The guy she was playing had Philly D. Six seconds left in the game. She was winning. <laughs> and the Raiders were down, whatever. And I and her family celebrating. I said, everybody, hold on. They might do one of these stupid things with a lateral, lateral. Derek Carr throws it lateral, lateral out, fumble. Uh, it was it was the the it was the year we won the Super Bowl because it was who's the cat from Tennessee that went to, uh, he, he whatever Nick Foles uh, Derek Barnett Derek Barnett picks it up runs it back for a touchdown and wow. and she loses the championship and that's that. that's fantasy football anyway right there, baby first time winner my wife Guillotine League we did it the first year and she won dude I and, love it. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. com, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those listening on the pod, you will not regret it. An incredible experience. If you have not uh, tried a guillotine league, you have to. If, if you love <laughs> well, fantasy football. It it's is nice to say that. we got to yeah. wait six months now. No, I'm just putting it in her mind. Yeah, It's the most that. fun format for fantasy that you will ever play. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, That's we awesome. legitimately you know, brought it forth from our Old school fantasy, John. And everybody, by the way, charged soup the nuts. Says, from, I can't wait for next gosh, From forth the fatal loins of these two foes. Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> right? Woodman, hit us with one nice little line before we get out of here. Come on. A pair of star-crossed lovers take their life, whose misadventured piteous overthrows doth with their death bury their parents' strife. Well done, my man. The witch, if you with patient ears attend, what here shall miss, our toil shall strive to mend. And I mean, can anyone say it better? Oh, wait, one person can. The Dashia, the Basha. (laughs) (laughs) The Woodman's favorite job. Yo, shall we end every Degenerate Dungeon podcast from now on with a little quip by the Woodman? Because I swear to God. I, can you do the whole Raven from memory? That would be fantastic. Be incredible. Oh, gosh, no, I cannot. I, I should. I should be able to. Rolling such <laughs> carrots. <laughs> yep. The debt. Yeah, the better. All right, here we go. Uh, v Flag says, Woody and Hollywood can win the G League next year. That's all I know. We'll see. You know, I don't think you have two winners, but right now there's been two leagues and two winners, and you're looking at them. Yeah, right there. Right not there. me, by the way. Not right. the guy who not Blame the guy him. Who brought the format to the masses. Blame him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, of course, to rock and roll with news every Wednesday evening here in twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. We will see you in two weeks here in the lounge for our Super Bowl spash. And then, you know, listen, we're going to have our Twitch-only Super Bowl spash the Saturday night before the bowl. It's going to be badass. We will not be here next week. Take a little bit of a breather. Count our money, especially now that our boy Charge put out all those tasty props. Uh, shout out to Charge, by the way, at Paul Charchin on Twitter or X or what have you. And of course, guillotineleagues.com and uh, the host of Fantasy Football Weekly and the Chop Podcast. Charge, thank you, brother, for being here. You guys are the best. We love thank you, Charge. See you soon. Bye-bye. For Charge, the Woodman, I'm your boy Hollywood saying peace the fuck out. We will see you in two weeks for the Super Bowl. Let's go. Peace out. 
Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.